Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. We continue our study of the book of Joshua, of the Sefer Yehoshua together. Um, this is Saul Weinreb, the host of the podcast, and today we continue with chapter 11, Parak Yud Aleph. We read of more battles, more conquerings, um, uh, more victories on the part of Yehoshua and the people of Israel against the Canaanite enemies. Um, <clears throat> but uh, there are some verses in this chapter 11 which I'm going to highlight, which I believe are very important. Um, so let us begin. Vayehi, this is verse 1, chapter 11. Vayehi kishmoayavin melechotzor. So but basically, if you read carefully in the 10th chapter, the land uh, which eventually became the central area of Judea, which is now um, uh, Judea, southern Samaria, um, and uh, all the way towards the coast, but not the coast itself, and until Aza, but not necessarily Aza itself, and down towards the south into the Negev, has now been conquered. But there's huge swaths of land to the north, which has not been conquered yet. So, um, um, to the north and to the uh, west towards the coast, um, so well, that's what. So now, um, these lands now are, are 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 that have not been conquered yet, um, are, are are farther north and farther west. So Yavin when Yavin, the king of the uh, of the of the place called Chotzor, heard uh, about what's going on, that all of these battles are being lost and the Israelites are conquering all these cities. And he sent messages to the king of. Madon, the king of Shom, Shimron, the king of Achsaf. And the other kings that were um, to the north of the mountain region, Vo'arava, and in the um, uh, 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 in the Arava region, which was Negev, Negev Kinrod, south of Kinneret, so south of the lake of Kinneret, which is farther north, so that region now, Ovashvela, and in the lowlands, Uvanafot, Dor, Miyam, and in the district district of Dor, which is towards the sea. Dor is 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 uh, is uh, uh, on the shores of the Mediterranean. So I can and more to the west. So again, the north areas to the north and to the west of where had been conquered already. Hakanaanimi Mizrach. And then also to the Canaanites that were in the eastern areas, Umiyam, that were in the western areas, Mori, Vachiti, Varprizi, Vayavusi, Bohar, and the Emirates, Hittites, Prizites, and Jebusites that were up in the mountains, Vachivi, Tachas, Hermon, and the Chivi, which is in the area uh, beneath the mountain of Hermon, which would put that in the modern day Golan Heights region, Be'eretz HaMitzbah, in the land of Mitzbah. Vayetsu Uheim. And all of them, Bukhal Machanayim, and all of their armies and camps, Imam went with them. Amrav, a tremendous nation, Kahola, Sherasvasayam, many soldiers like the sands of, uh, at the shores of the sea, Larov. That's how many there were. Vesus, Verechav, Rav, Mod, and many horses and, and chariots uh, of war went out with them. So this is a very large army. They all gathered together, these kings, and they came by Achnu, and they camped Yachtov together, El at the waters of Merom, in order to wage war against Israel. At this point, um, this, uh, this sounds like a frightful and extremely large um, uh, assemblage of enemies. Um, and... Um, 
and uh, Yahushua naturally would be concerned about what he's up against. So, Vayomer Adonai Yahushua, God appeared to Joshua, Yahushua saying as follows, Alti Ramipneam, do not be afraid of them. Because tomorrow, by this time tomorrow, you will have, they will all be lying uh, uh, as war dead in front of the people of Israel. As Suseem Ta'akeri, you should, you should uh, make their horses lame viet markvosem tesrof be'esh and burn their chariots in flames. So all of their weapons of war you will destroy and the, their soldiers you will kill. Yoshua made a surprise attack, attacked them before, he, it's with, this would be called a preemptive strike. They were massing for war and Yoshua and the entire people without delay didn't wait to get attacked, they attacked first in a surprising manner and they fell upon the on the on the enemy soldiers and God placed them in the hands of the people of Israel and they struck them and chased them as they retreated all the way to uh, the great Sidon at Sidon which is up in modern uh, Sunday southern Lebanon so they chased them very far north until the place called Misrafot Mayim until the valley of Mitzpah, which seems to be in the uh, uh, Mizrach on the east side, near the area of Golan Heights. And they struck them until there wasn't anyone left of their armies. And Yoshua did add to them, as God commanded him, he cared. He, uh, he um, uh, made their horses lame. And he burnt their chariots so that these weapons of war should never again be able to be used against the people of Israel. So then, Vayashav Yoshua Ba'isahi, Joshua returned from this battle, Vayilkod es Chotzor, and he captured Chotzor, Viet Malka, and her king, Chikabacharav, he struck down with sword, Ki Chotzor Lefonim, he Roshma Kalam al because Chotzor was formerly the leader of all the other ones. It was the, so he went back and attacked Chatzor, Vayakuas Kol Nefesh Hashabal, and he struck down all the lives in the town of Chatzor. Lono Sar Kol Neshama, no person was left alive. This Chatzor Chatzoraf Baish, and he burnt the city down in fire. Vies now at verse twelve now. Vies Kol Oreham Lochim Oile. Vies Kol Malchem Lochad Yoshua. Vayakim Lefichera Vichrim Mosam. All of the cities of all of the kings which had been destroyed in battle, he then turned towards those. Cities and Yeshua captured them, captured all of the various chiefs and kings that were in the towns, struck them down, destroyed them. Kasher Tziva, Moshe Eved Adonai, just like Moshe, the servant of God, had commanded, should be done to the towns of the Canaanites who resist and do not make peace. This assertion that I've repeatedly made that Yehoshua made jet offers of peace, we'll see in a moment that it's not just an assertion that I'm making, and it's not just written in the official instructions in the book of Deuteronomy what, that Yehoshua was commanded to do so, but Yehoshua himself did so, as we shall see in just a moment, explicitly. However, the cities that were still standing on their mounds um, after they were emptied of enemies, Lo Israel, the people didn't burn them down. So now they're no more longer burning the cities down because they're gonna populate those cities. Um, except Chatzor, which was the big capital that Yoshua did burn. And all of the booty, all of the belongings from these towns, and the animals, buzzes, lemonade, so all the people of Israel took them. 
Rak Eskola Adam, however, all the people, Hikulafikharev, they struck them down, Adeshmidamatam until they were killed. Lohishiwur Kol Nashama, they did not leave anyone alive. Kashar Tsiva Adonai Es Moshe Avdo, just like God commanded Moshe his servant, Kain Siva Moshe at Yoshua, so too Moshe commanded Joshua, Vachain Asa Yoshua, and so did Yoshua do. Lohisir Davar Mikolash Tsiva Adonai Es Moshe, he did not leave out anything that he had been commanded. And Joshua took this entire land, Hahar, the mountains of Eskola Negev, and the south, southern desert, Beskola Eretz Hagoshen, the land of Goshen, Vietashvela, Vietarava, the lowlands, and the Arava, Vietar Yisrael, Shvela So, and the um, mountains of Israel and its uh, coastal plains. Minahar, Hochalak, Haole Seir, from the Mount Chalak, which goes up towards Seir, which was um, uh, populated by the nation of Edom, which was not part of the land of Israel. Uh, but um, from, from that mountain that goes towards Seir, Vi'ad Baal Gad until the Baal Gad, which is another place name, which is in the valley of Lebanon, Tachatar Hermon, which is at the foot of the Mount Hermon mountain, which is the tall mountain that dominates the Golan Heights. He captured all of their kings and, and struck them down. These wars lasted for many, many days. This happened for a long period of time. This didn't happen over... So until now, it, uh, the first couple chapters all seemed to happen in a quick period of time. But all of this work that we're discussing now, all of these wars happened over time. And here's the key verse, 19. Lo ir, there wasn't one city, Asher Hishlima Albani Israel, that took the, the people's overtures of peace and made peace with the people of Israel. Bilti Hachivi Yoshvegivon, the only ones were the, the sub members of the Hivite tribe who were the Givonites who we read about before that dressed up and came. They were the only ones that made peace. So clearly, it's explicitly written here that the opportunity for peace was given everyone before the war. And each and every single one of these cities knew that if either they fight, in which case, if they lose, the result would be this devastation, but the opportunity to make peace they had. Everything was taken in war because no one made peace. So if anyone doubted what I had been saying all along, this verse 11 Chapter 11, verse 19, explicitly backs up what I've been saying this whole time and contradicts really what Rashi's understanding that, that this opportunity had, wasn't to be given to the, um, to the uh, people of Canaan. Because it was from God that God made them stubborn. And here we have a very similar thing that we find by Pharaoh. That uh, you know, God made Pharaoh's heart stubborn in order to God God made them stubborn that they would rather fight a war against the Israelites in order to destroy them, so that they should have no um um uh, a place to to uh, remain. Kileman Hashmi Dam because it was in order to destroy them, like God commanded Moshe. Now, whenever it mentions that God makes them, makes someone's, makes someone stubborn, it seems that God is taking away their free will, 
here it doesn't mean it clearly because if it was 100% taking away their free will, then why did the Gibbonites have the free will to do it? Apparently they did have free will. But God, just as we don't understand God's ways, um, we don't understand these ways either. And when it states, um, you know, the situation, every situation we have in this world, in a sense, is is created by God, obviously. But God still allows us free will. So I'm not the 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 big question of of how you know how this works. The philosophical question I'm I'm not going to get into, but I you know but I do want you to hear the verse, understand it, and 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 think about how you would resolve that issue yourselves. Joshua came at that time, and he destroyed the giants that lived in this mountain, min Chevron, min Devar, Devir, min Hanov. These are places, Chevron, Devir, and Hanov. Apparently in the mountains there were giants, there were people that were very large that lived there, um, and Joshua was able to defeat them as well. And Mikol Har Yehuda, and from all of the mountains of Judea, and Mikol Har Yisrael, and all of the mountains of Israel, Im Arayim, together with the cities that they lived in, Hacharimam Yoshua, Yeshua destroyed them. Lo no Saranokim Eretz B'nei Yisrael, there were no longer left any of these people, these giants, who uh, who were left in the land of the Israel, Rakba Aza, but there were some in Gaza, Begat Uva Ashtod Nishar, or there were some left in those towns. It, presumably, this was a tribe of people who were genetically just very tall and large people, so therefore they were formidable foes. Uh, of the giants in Aza, we may encounter later on, not in the book of Joshua, but we'll get there to um, the. Um, the Goliath, you know, Goliath, who was uh, from <clears throat> from that region, uh, may have been one of these uh, uh, from one of these giant people. Vayikach Yoshua at Kol Haaretz, and Joshua took the entire land. Kechol Asher Dibrad Oneit Moshe, just like everything that God commanded Moshe. Vayitna Yoshua Lanachal Yisrael. Joshua gave it as an inheritance to the people of Israel. Kimach Lekosam Lashiv Tehem, as they divided themselves up according to their tribes. Vihal Aretz Shaktam Mimulchama. And the land was silent from war. Um, in other words, so this was just a summary of Joshua's conquests over a long period of time. The verse tells us clearly that it's a long period of time, but doesn't go into exactly how long. Um, but it was a long time. Anyway, thank you for studying chapter 11. Looking forward for, to studying chapter 12 and the rest of this book of Joshua together.